0: Talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. We are now in Sefer Shamos and we are now in Parsha de Va'era. Give a big shout out to my brother Eliezer on his Bar Mitzvah Parsha. Mine was Vayachi, his is Va'era, of course, many years apart, different years apart, but still a wonderful Parsha. I remember him laning it Va'era El Abraham. Many years ago, and he's learned it since, of course. But shout out to him for his Bar Mitzvah Parsha. So, a lot of times on this season, at least, I like to focus on some of the early words in the Parsha and what we could learn from it, what it could teach us, what it could bring out to us. So, this week I want to focus on the word Va'era, the idea of Va'era. Hashem oftentimes appears to us in certain ways, and oftentimes we appear to others in certain ways. And the question is, how do we make ourselves appear to others? How do we make ourselves appear to the world? How do we make ourselves interact with and have a relationship with Hashem? How is it appeared to us? How do we all appear in different ways? So that is the question. I would like to humbly suggest that if we look at how Hashem is involved in our lives and how we involve ourselves with others and interact, we can make a better type of va'ira, a better type of appearance that is abounding or different types of appearances. Hashem is involved in our life intimately, every day, all the time. We see that there is hashkacha practice and hashkacha clallis. Hashem generally runs the world, is in charge of nature, is in charge of the weather, is in charge of every aspect, but we also can, and that's the general sense of the providence, of divine providence of Hashem, there's also the hashkacha practice. The intimate nature of how Hashem is involved in our life and is involved with the specific details of dealing with us in our lives. Do we ever think to ourselves, what amazing hashkacha that I ran into Shlaimy, just when I was looking to have a career change. Shlaimy told me he has an opening in the advertising business. I've been wanting to do this for 30 years. I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. I've always wanted to be dip my feet into advertising. How could it be that I ran into Shlaimy when I was shopping for Shabbos this week on a random Thursday? I haven't spoken to Shlaimy. In months, and he told me he just had an opening. One of his workers left, retired, and he has a position. That is amazing. Hashkacha practice. Hashem appears to that person in that story, in that situation, of course, made up. But it really could happen. It really has happened. Hashem appears to us in different ways. And Hashem appears in our lives. We just have to recognize that He's always involved. What amazing Hashukachah practice that I got home literally in time to pick up my son. If I was 10 minutes later, I would have had to ask someone else to get him or someone else or something else what amazing Ashkacha. Wow, I caught that person right as they were about to leave for the door. You know, I've been trying to call them for two weeks and all of a sudden I caught them. What amazing hashgacha that I was able to reach out to this person. I see this often in my own life, my own personal life. Many times I've been reaching out for many different ventures and side projects, whether it be audio books or the book I thought about last year or my podcasts, or wanting to be involved in different things. And I reached out to many things and I ran into one person a couple of months ago. What amazing hashgacha. And God willing, hopefully we'll be able to work on different ventures together and I could be able to help the Jewish people in a better way. What amazing hashkacha that Hashem sent me His way. And I reached out to a different personality and Baruch Hashem was just answered and hopefully something will go forth with that as well. A lot of times... We could reach out and we could have amazing hashkocha. And even if you have a meeting with a person or you have a therapist or this or that, there's always a way to interact with people. It always appears in a certain way. We just have to recognize that Hashem really is in our life. Recognize that Hashem wants us to go in a certain direction. Obviously, it should be for good. Obviously, we stumble and fall off him. A very famous phrase from the Gemara teaching us that the way we want to go, Hashem will lead us. We just have to remember that Hashem appears to us in certain ways, in certain fashions. We have to recognize that He's there, appreciate that He's there, and understand that He's there. People want to say that it's Mother Nature. No, it's Hashem. People want to say it's the forces of nature, weather. No, it's Hashem. People want to say the scientific way that the world creator was Big Bang. No, it's Hashem that caused everything to happen. And people want to say these natural wonders, acts of, gra- of crazy creatures, of hurricanes. and Nope, Hashem, Hashem, Hashem. The way He appears to us might come in different ways. It might be a called a natural disaster, but there's nothing natural about it. It's supernatural. It's all from Hashem. Hashem causes things to happen. Hashem causes appearances, causes things to occur. A tornado is Hashem. An earthquake is Hashem. A hurricane is Hashem, a monsoon is Hashem, and the list goes on and on and on. Anything that happens, the snow or the rain or the breeze or the wind or the sun or the clouds, is all Hashem. And that's the K'lalit aspect. And the Hashka a practice aspect, is the fact that things happen in divine providence. Hashem is there tapping my shoulder giving me a little pat on the back, saying, I know this is the direction you should go, Tani. I know this is where you should go. I'm going to place you in such and such a place. One of my placements for work was right off of the train, the Long Island Railroad, right over there in Queens, and it was a beautiful five-minute walk. What amazing providence that there was one position, one availability open. There were 13 people vying for that position, according to my supervisor. Nashem gave it to me because he wanted me at that time to be able to get to work with that train. Afterwards, I found a ride. What Hashkacha brought to someone in the town, in the neighborhood that drove me, and I was able to get to work from that. Also crazy, Hashkacha, different elements. If we look for the way Hashem appears to us, appearances abound in many ways, many forms, in many fashions. He's there. We just have to look for Him. We just have to find Him, and we'll be able to see Him. You just have to know where to look, and how to look, and where to find Him, and you will see Him. The question also becomes, though, How do we appear to other people? Our inner and our outer should go together. If you talk lip service that you're going to help your community, but you do nothing about it, your appearance is false. It doesn't match the inner to the outer. If you say you're going to set up a library to help people, which is something that we've done, Hashem, you have to really be involved and match the inner to the outer you say you're going to cook food for people, but you don't, your appearance is not matching what you said. If you sign up to do something, follow through. You say you're going to make a connection. You're going to meet someone, whether it be a banker or a or a baker, whether it be an internist or an internship, whether it be a doctor or a space cadet, or whether it be a businessman or a mathematician or a professor. Whatever you want to do, your appearances have to match what you say. If you say you're going to do something, do it. I feel very strongly to be a persistent, stubborn fellow. It could be a bad trait or it could be a good trait. I think stubbornness in life helped me to find my wife and marry my wife and be with her for many years, thank God. I also think it helped me to lead to many Different ventures and side projects, and many different things to be persistent, to be stubborn, you have to follow through. The appearance that I try to show is that if I take on a project, I take, take on an idea, I'll try to follow it through to fruition to be a go getter, to be a doer, to be an MA person, a mission accomplished, which is an idea my family used growing up calling the MA mission accomplished. I like to have mission accomplished. I feel very fulfilled when I'm able to do something and get it done. The other day, when I made a lot of connections trying to work on this audiobook idea. God willing, hopefully will work out. The idea from Yidpod is a fantastic, fantastic program. We're hoping that it goes through. You have to follow things through. And your appearance should be that you're energized to do something and follow through. And don't just sit home and just read blogs all day. Get your appearance out there. Do something with yourself and appear that you're ready to work, happy to help, and that you should match your inner convictions. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Don't throw anyone under the bus. If someone introduces you to someone else to help out, make sure it works. I've been introduced many times to different people, and right away I had to build on that connection. Someone said, oh, I need you to reach out to Mr. Abe. I need you to reach out to Mr. Dan. Right away, I reached out to them. I didn't let it fall to the side because the appearance is that they want me to reach out. I'm going to reach out. I need to reach out. You need to have that persistence. You need to have that stubbornness. You need to have that ability to actually reach out and, and be able to be involved and to be able to be with the connections. The appearance that we show should be the inner appearance that matches the outer appearance. If you say you're gonna be there. Call me at eight thirty, but you can't answer, then your appearance is showing the person you're not actually there at eight thirty. Someone really needs to talk to you, really needs to make a connection, really needs to talk to you on the phone, has a business proposal or an idea, please call me after nine. If they call you at nine thirty and you don't answer and you finally message them back at twelve thirty just because you were watching cat videos for three hours, that's not okay. That's not a good appearance. Granted, There are many things that come in life, many different aspects of different appearances, different things that happen, different situations abound, and of course you're busy, but don't tell him that you're busier than him. With your one kid, with your one dog, with your one cat, with your not having any job or anything like that. There are many people out there that are much busier than you. They have three kids. They both have jobs. They have four kids. They both have two jobs. They both are involved in many different ventures. And somehow they make time to talk to you. You need to make time to talk to them. You need to follow through. You need to make sure to go through. Your appearance needs to match that which you said you would do. You have to follow through. You have to go through. I'm very big on following through. So when we come to Parshat Vaera, we see that Hashem is appearing to Moshe. How does He appear to Moshe? He appeared to Moshe with the burning bush last week. Why did He come in the burning bush? To show that it wasn't consumed. Even though they were in Egypt, even though their, their existence was miserable... Hashem was always there. Hashem was always by their by their side. And they, the people weren't consumed. But they were getting ready to be released. They were getting ready to be brought to freedom. And Moshe had to come. And Moshe now comes with Aharon. And he brings the different Malchus from Hashem. Obviously, he can't do the water one or the kingdom one. He can't strike the water. The water actually was involved in in saving his life. So, Satov, even to inanimate objects that have helped you. And the, the 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 ground also hid the mitzvah that he killed, HaKar Satov, even to the ground. And we think about David Amal who also ripped the garment from Shaul when he was on the run. He could have killed Shaul, his father-in-law, the king, but he didn't. But on some aspect, it wasn't proper respect to the clothing. And at the end of his life, David was not able to be warmed from his clothing, and he had to search the land to find someone that could add to him being a little warmer and a little less cold. You have to show proper respect and deference and manners and even to inanimate objects call the home there to actual people to real people to living breathing people you have to show the proper respect to real living people and it all comes back to the appearance Hashem shows the midstream Hashem shows Mitzrayim and Paro this is my appearance this is my might this is my power this is the wrath of God you guys Thought that you could hide the the Jewish babies in the river i 'm going to turn the river blood, Rabbi Foreman points out in one of his lecture series one of his videos. This was Midi Midos, Hashem showing that the Nile will bear witness to the terrible crimes of infanticide drowning the babies of the terrible, terrible Egyptians what they did at the behest of their terrible ruler, showing that it was really their their lying witness bearing aid as a witness to what happened there and Hashem shows he's appearing with his might with his power with his being this is what I'm going to do to you Egyptians you have not treated my children properly so you and your possessions and your animals have not will not be treated properly either I'm going to kill the animals I'm going to make the animals go crazy or bring crazy animals. I'm going to bring hail to destroy your property, to destroy your crops. You didn't treat the Jews right with yourselves or with your property or with your animals. You didn't have the proper cars of Twelve. You didn't show an appearance, proper etiquette, proper manners, even to your people, even to your animals, even to your houses. I'm going to destroy all of this, is my personal idea, opinion of what's going on in the right, time on some tiny level. So that's what's going to be. Hashem's might will come down. The water will be taken away from you, torn to blood the frogs will come out and they'll croak the the jews were croaking from the hard labor the frogs will come or crocodiles depending on the definition and they will make these croaking irritating sounds and they'll go into your ovens into your stoves into all your equipment and ruin your life for you because you ruined the life for the jewish people and you go on and you have lice you made such an irritating existence such a terribly uncomfortable existence hashem makes them uncomfortable with lice and he, he unleashes the wild beasts. They acted in such a beastly way towards the Jewish people. Hashem unleashed the beasts on them and then destroys the beasts and kills them off so they don't even have food or what to do. They didn't even give the Jews the ability to have normal meals. They had to make their own straw, and make their own bricks. And the pizza and Ramses would constantly crumble according to some commentators. They wouldn't even last in the quicksand. Your life was... Miserable. The Jews' life were miserable, according to the Egyptians' way of treating them, so their life was made miserable. Hashem brings His power, brings His wrath, and He brings the hail. He brings the locusts to destroy everything, to eat everything. Nothing is inhabitable. The existence for the Jews was not inhabitable, was not comfortable, was not was not a comfortable existence at all. Hashem brings His appearance in a clawly way, in a prati way, with its general ideas and specific ideas to destroy the life for those Egyptians on many levels. And it all comes down to the appearances that are abounding. Hashem makes His appearance abound in the time of Moshe Island in Egypt to break down Paro and the Egyptians to to recognize that there's only one God and Hashem is it. He is the ultimate power, the only power. He directs everything. He brings acts of God, acts of nature, really only God's might. Whether it be a hurricane or earthquake or a tornado, whether it be a swarm of locusts or hail, a natural hail, there's fire and water together and boils which come together, the fire and water, which usually are not in peace. Usually they're fighting once again and Will the fire out? Uh, out extinguished the water, well, the water out extinguished with fire, but for the sake of the Jewish people, Hashem made it that the two coexisted, which is fastening fire with water together as one of the plagues. Hashem's appearance abounds to the Egyptians, showing them, I am in control. And we should realize that Hashem is always in control. His appearance is abounding everywhere. Look at the sunset. Appreciate the beauty of the nature, of the water, of the clouds, of the sun, of how there's greenery, and how in the fall there's beautiful foliage, different colors. Hashem, in a general way, helps us, and also in a specific way. How do we see Hashem's appearance in our life, and how do we show our appearance to those around us in our own lives, affecting people, affecting people, affecting people, helping people, Hopefully, with Torah mitzvot and Chesed, when we we'll interact with people and show an appearance that is a kind appearance, a helpful appearance, a nice interacting appearance. You know, the other day I went to drop off, uh, pick up my son, and the people I had more conversation with was the crossing guard. And the security guard of the school and the actual Jewish people in the school. No one said two words to me. They waved and this and whatnot. But the actual security guard and the crossing guard had a whole conversation with me because every day I try to say, Hi, how are you today? Thank you so much for your help and helping our kids. And they appreciate that. And that's what we should do, whether it's a barista or a mailman or a garbage man or the security guard or the crossing guard or the bank teller, anyone we interact with. Show an appearance of a kindly appearance. You're wearing the keep on your head. You have the ability to sanctify God's name with your words with your appearance how you interact everything we do of the appearances that abound to those around us show a saintly existence a sanctified existence Hashem shows who's really in control who really is his firstborn son the Jewish people, so too in our lives, how will we show our appearance? How will we show ourselves to others? Understand how Hashem appears to us in a prati way, in a clawly way. Show how we appear to other people in a saintly way, hopefully, in a noble way, hopefully, with how we dress, how we act, how we interact, how we talk, and how we help those around us. And we should always help those around us. And maybe finally, the appearance of the true existence of Mashiach, and the true existence of the third base should be coming upon us speedily in our days with the appearance abounding of the real saintly divine presence in our land, in our world. And the whole world will be better off. And may that happily, speedily, healthily come in our days. And may that be Zocha to be today. today. Join us next time as we talk the TTP, the Parsha of the Week, with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.